Special thanks to our promotional partners at the American Philatelic Society. The APS is the largest stamp collecting organization in the world, supporting collectors of any level worldwide. For more information about membership and APS services, visit stamps.org. I'm Charles Epting from H.R. Harmer in New York City. And I'm Michael Cortese of Noble Spirit in Pittsfield, New Hampshire. And this is Conversations with Philatelists. Now, Michael, we're not in our, we always, I feel like we say this every time we're not in our normal setting, but we are uh, <laughs> standing in front of SFO, uh, San Francisco International Airport, yeah. uh, in front of the bay. Uh, the Marriott Waterfront uh, Hotel is, yeah. uh, is is right behind the camera. And uh, we're here for Westpex 2021. Yeah. Um, this is the first Westpex in over two years. Um, first real major show. Apologize for the background noise with the planes, but this is the first real major show since uh, the pandemic broke out. This yeah. is the first big one. Exhibits, dealers, talks, yeah. an auction, everything. This is, um, I feel like we're back. I feel like this is the hobby's like big return. I feel yeah. like I feel like we're back. I feel yeah. like um, you know we did our, our live stream earlier this morning, mm-hmm. um, and and we're gonna be for the next couple of days. I think um, talking to some really exciting people. We're gonna talk to exhibitors. We're gonna talk to dealers. We're gonna try and cover some of the talks and lectures going on. Get a little bit of the auction. Yeah. So um, earlier we did a rough outline of what. Right, we we're going to try and break it down. Do, yeah. We're going to do an episode on exhibits, an episode on dealers, and then an episode on just what is Westpex? What is there to do? What shouldn't you miss if you come here next year or in a couple of years? This is the premier West Coast show, one of the premier American and worldwide shows. Um, why is it so important to come here? So yeah. we're going to spend the next couple of days wandering, interviewing people, um, having a really good time, I think. And I'm excited to be able to share this with people who can't be at Westpex maybe this year or they've never been before. Yeah. Um, but it's just fun to be able to, to you know, be the eyes and ears and, and boots on the ground, so to speak. Yeah, it looks like a lot large number of people are already kind of filtering in. The show the opens show's for opening general public. in a couple of minutes, and yeah. there's a huge line at the elevators yeah. uh, of yeah. regist- registrants and everything. People validating their parking, signing up for the show. You know, it's, it's no, I mean, that's the exciting it, it, it's, stuff, it's, it's, the exciting stuff we're going to cover. The parking validation <laughs> is why we're here. That's why we yeah. do what we do. Um, so, no, Michael, I'm really excited. Why don't we run inside, uh, get out of the sun, and uh, just go go have fun at Westpex? Yeah, yeah, All right, absolutely. Let's go inside. All right. Michael and I are here with Elliot Gruber, who is the director of the Smithsonian National Postal Museum. Is that your correct title? That is correct. Fantastic. And Elliot, you just had a sort of town hall, a a talk on uh, updating people um, on where the Smithsonian has been going over, uh, you know, the last 18 months or so. Um, So what is it like for you to, you know, you've probably spent a lot of time in front of Zoom calls, a lot of time, uh, you know, working on all this stuff, because you've had your own responsibilities with the Smithsonian COVID response sure. team. So for you to get back to see people who are on the board of the Smithsonian Postal Museum 
and collectors who have their own thoughts and their own concerns. What is it like for you to be back at a stamp show in front of you know real people again? I am absolutely thrilled, ecstatic. I got on a plane. I remembered what to do when I got to an airport. <laughs> uh, and, you got to keep the tray table up and everything. Until yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That's true. And a mascot. You have to bring in your own food. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, being at a stamp show is awesome. Seeing the you know the dealers here, seeing you know the, the philatelists coming in and people talking, people being excited, and it's it's kind of a degree of normalcy that's finally returning to the, to our hobby. So we're less than a month now out from the reopening of the Postal Museum. Yes. August 27th. Um, so what, what can people expect? You know, I, you know, um, I know there's a couple of exciting exhibits coming up next year, but you know, in the meantime, what's open? What's changed since the last time people were there? What restrictions are in place? You know, if somebody is in Washington, uh, what can they expect come August 27th? August 27th, we will be open for five days uh, a week. So we're open, what is it, uh, Wednesday through Sunday, uh, 10 to 5.30. So we will be closed Monday and Tuesday. Part of that is to do some extra cleaning and those sorts of things. Uh, at this point in time, just with the recent announcement from, from the CDC, all visitors will be required to wear masks, uh, and uh, whether they're vaccinated or not. Uh, and uh, during, the, during the period of time that we have been closed, which is almost a year and a half, uh, that we have been taking care of the museum. Uh, we will have signage up there related to COVID and uh, distancing. Smithsonian is also engaging in educational effort on the importance of vaccinations. So you see some posters up for that. Uh, and uh, one of the things you probably won't realize, and you, you all especially, is that in the salon, we have actually repaired all of the, the, the sliding cases. Uh, and so uh, we have go, there are Gopion cases, and so they will all be working uh, as if they were brand new, because a lot of them are. Uh, and Fantastic. so, yeah, so, and, you know, at this point in time, though, we, you know, there's a lot of cleaning. Uh, we've been taking care of the interactives because we've gone from, you know, no interactives to maybe interactives to yes interactives. Uh, and as you know, that the, the Post Museum is a highly interactive museum. And that's one of the things that uh, is important for us with the visitor experience. Uh, and then, you know, in terms of new exhibits, Baseball America's Home Run opens uh, the first part of April. And so we're really thrilled with that. And it's going to be a really an amazing show with both philatelic, postal history, and then baseball-related artifacts. So what does that first day look like on the 27th? What kind of is the opening ceremony? Opening ceremony. That's not, <laughs> do you have any suggestions? Uh, um, I will be there. Okay. Uh, our visitor service staff will be there. Uh, and uh, I, I know there's some plans underway, mm -hmm. uh, but I don't think it's going to be anything uh, too over the top because part of it is we want to maintain social distancing. Uh, and, uh, and the rest of the building, you know, remember that we're in the, the Postal Square building uh, and the rest of the building is really uh, will be closed. Uh, so it's really good, just going to be for museum visitors. And we're keeping, I think the number is something like about 10 people per thousand square feet. So we're going to make sure that we, we, we parse people along so they feel very comfortable. Uh, even if you're fully masked, I know a lot of people are, are you know, this will be their first time back in a museum. Right. And so we want to make sure that that, that experience is, is, is a comforting one. And the last thing I wanted to ask, you said next month is the official 175th anniversary of the Smithsonian. Correct. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? This, you know, uh, I, I feel like people don't realize the extent of, you know, the number of, you know, a lot of people go to American history or, you know, mm -hmm. air and space. I've heard of those museums. But, <laughs> but I, I don't think people realize the breadth and scope of what the Smithsonian does. And again, 175 years after its inception, what, you know, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to the organization? Well, the Smithsonian, if you look at it, really is like the Ministry of Culture 
for the country. Uh, other countries have a, a specific ministry, but the, the Smithsonian acts like that for the, for the entire country. So we have 18 museums plus the National Zoo. We have a number of research centers. Uh, we're not just in Washington, D.C. We have locations uh, in about six different states in the U.S. We have a, 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 the Smithsonian Tropical Research Institute down in Panama, uh, which we actually have just sent staff down there to vaccinate wow. our team. Uh, and so that's working with the State Department. But I think uh, probably the most important thing for the 175th that's new for the Smithsonian is in the old Arts and Industries building, uh, which is right next to the castle, that uh, we're going to have a futures exhibit. And so that will be the first exhibit in that location in decades. And it's, I've seen the, the prototypes. It's going to be stupendous. It's going to be interactive. And it's not just to look back on the Smithsonian. It's to look forward for not just Smithsonian, but for mm -hmm. our country. So what, you know, what does that shared future look like for our, for our nation? Fantastic. Well, I, we talked a little bit yesterday about uh, making a trip down to D.C. once things yeah. reopen. So hopefully Michael and I can reconnect with you there as well. But no, thank you for coming to Westpex and thank you for talking to us. Thank you very much. Appreciate everything that thank you're doing you. for the hobby. Thank you. <laughs>
there's going to be a sense of caution in the air. Obviously, with the Delta variant that's out there right now, there are people who still have concerns about where things might be. Um, and we're taking all steps we can to be a safe and secure environment for anybody. We care about the health and safety of our members, our staff, anybody who's coming to visit the show. Uh, but I do think there's going to be a genuine excitement for people to finally be able to see face-to-face -face again people they've missed seeing at stamp shows. Because it's, it's, if you read the July article that I wrote in the American Philatelist, I quoted Mary Harris, who is no longer with us, but Mary said, stamp shows are a small town that travel from city to city, and it's true. And that's been my experience. And so, uh, you know, we finally get a chance to get the community back together again. So I know there's going to be a lot of excitement and energy and enthusiasm for that. We'll appropriately hug as we can, and we'll make sure that we're being safe about it. But um, I do think it's, it's necessary for the hobby to get this time together. You've done the rounds here, obviously. Are a, number of, a, num are a number of the dealers here also going to be, is there crossover with the dealers also going to be in Chicago? Sure. Are there going to be... Uh, a lot of different dealers. I see a lot of dealers that probably just drove up from different parts of California. Are there going to be more coming from out of state? Stuff yeah, like we. I mean, we'll have dealers from all over the country. Really, internationally, we've got yeah. Steve Taylor coming in uh, for the show, and Steve is here today. One of the dealers that won't be at the show is Jim Dempsey. Jim is here at this show, for instance, but he's not made it because he's still, you know, he's still grieving the loss of Sue, who passed away in May, and so we. We're, we're here to support him, and I had a conversation with him yesterday, and, and I, I'm hoping that he's ready and able to come back to our show in Sacramento next year, but we know for this year he's going to need to take a beat, and, and we respect that. But we, have, we do have some dealers here that will be at that show, but of course, you know, we have almost 80 dealers at this point that will yeah. be at the show, so I, I think probably 10 or so that are here will be at that show, but then we'll have dealers from the Midwest. Uh, and from the East Coast as well. So we'll draw from a lot of different geographical reasons. What was the target? It was 65, right? For dealers? So initially our target was to get to 75. 75. That so made the show somewhat financially viable. So we did exceed it. Okay. Um, you know, I know, for instance, we're going to lose a dealer in Canada because the the international crossing issues that are there. Um, explain to me why you can fly from Canada, but you can't drive over land from Canada, and right. somehow that's that makes you less secure or safe or whatever. But uh, you know, Washington is not a place where common sense lives, so I can't help you there. <laughs> My last question: What are you most looking forward to? We we missed APS show last year, first time I think in in history or anybody's lifetime, certainly since World War II. Wow. <laughs> Coming back two years later after the last summer show, what are you most looking forward to? What's the one thing that uh, you're most excited for? You know, we we have a lot. One of the I think one of the things that's special about our show is all of the times that we get to recognize people who've made contributions. Yeah. So whether it's our membership meeting where we recognize the folks that have done great work as volunteers and get the Carter Award, people who've spent 25 years in consecutive membership with the APS or 50 years. Uh, in fact, I just got a phone call today from a gentleman in North Carolina who this year is celebrating his 75th year wow. as a member of the APS. Wow. And he called to apologize to me that he couldn't take the trip from Greensboro up to Chicago, but his knees just aren't cooperating with him right now. And I swear to you, I want to go pick him up and take him <laughs> myself. Uh, because you give 75 years to the APS, you deserve a chauffeur trip up to the show. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's another thing. And then on Saturday night, of course, we have the banquet for all of the people who've, who've earned the Luff Award, the Carroll Award, uh, the, the Dealer of the Year Award this year. Scott Treppel is the winner of that. And then all of the exhibiting awards. I mean, think about this. We haven't had a champion of champions in two years. Mm -hmm. 
And it's been really difficult for us to negotiate through all of these buys that we've had to issue for World Series shows. So I, I think I'm just excited to see people get recognized. The, 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 you know, and we're not on a screen. We're in person, and we're going to be able to celebrate what the work people are doing. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, we can't wait. We're both going to be there. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll hopefully catch up with you again there. But uh, no, thank you for talking to us. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Good seeing you both. You too. All right. Michael, a great first day at Westpex. Yeah. Um, we got to hear from Elliot Gruber at the Smithsonian. We got to talk to Scott English from the APS. Two heavy hitters. Yeah. Two people I was really looking forward to catching up with. Um, I, I don't, I'm so happy to be here. I don't, yeah. I don't know how else to say it, but um, it's just been so much fun to be back at Westpex and uh, just wander and just see people and shake yeah. hands. And it, it, I don't know. I, it, it looked pretty packed. Everything looked buzzing. People looked it, like they were within the first five minutes. I saw check, checks exchanging hands. Oh, so <laughs> I, 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 Every booth looked full at some yeah, point or another. Yeah. Um, I, there's a couple of dealers I've talked to seem really happy. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think uh, as far Including as... Including the HR Harmer booth. I mean, I, We I, had a lot of people. It, yeah. was, it was weird for me. So many people I've emailed over the last year or two. Yeah. And they come back and they're, I'm so-and-so. And I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah. I know exactly wait what you collect. <laughs> I know your email. I know everything about you except yeah. your face. Yeah. And to put those faces with those names was, for me, very gratifying. Not even yeah. from a business perspective. Right. Just from like, again, you, you don't really feel like you know someone until you know what they look like, I feel, yeah. until you've shaken their hand. Right. So, um, great first day at Westpex. I'm excited. Tomorrow, we're going to run around and talk to a bunch of dealers. Yeah. We made a list of everyone we, uh, we'd like to speak to. Right, yeah. I'm looking a bunch of that. quick hits. Uh, yeah. just, uh, how's the show going? You know, just, what's their overall experience? I think yeah. that'll be a really fun day. Yeah. And, uh, After the first day, I mean, I'm sure they're going to have a lot of insight into how things are going for That's them. why I'm glad we didn't talk to the dealers today is because, yeah. um, you know, who knows. So, so, Michael, tomorrow, dealers, Sunday, exhibits. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Looking forward to it. See you tomorrow. Bye.